Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. This is another melancholy episode. It's sad for me. I found out on Valentine's Day in the afternoon, an unpleasant surprise, obviously, that my friend Bill Huggins had passed away. I have a few more details about that, but I noticed on Sport Collectors Daily that Rich Miller had a nice mention of that, but Bill was my friend, not just a sponsor through uh, Huggins and Scott. When I thought about who I wanted as sponsors, I wanted to have a couple in each category, and I immediately thought of Heritage and Huggins and Scott. And Bill was not that much of a podcast guy, but I think he just trusted me. He said, sure, count me in. And then I delighted in having him on and uh, having his son, Ricky, along with the Bill on Father's Day. I think that was last year, and really, that was a kick. And I think Bill got a lot out of it, and so did Ricky. But that's all we have now, our memories. Not what I wanted to celebrate on Valentine's Day. I still had a nice celebration with my awesome wife, but a little bit subdued. You just can't hear things when you hear bad news. It's just upsetting, but there's not much I can do about it other than to try to honor Bill's memory. So thanks to other sponsors, Tops Panini and Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott. Again, they say that it's business as usual, but it won't be business as usual. It'll still be solid business. They've got a great team there, but it'll never be the same without Bill. But they're still a sponsor. And uh, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, Com C, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. I got the email from John Scott, and then I also got some notification for Rich Klein. But uh, John Scott is uh, the Scott of Huggins and Scott, and Bill's co-founder and partner, I think, in House of Cards as well as in the auction. And I knew Bill before. I think I knew Bill in the 70s. He was a mainstay in the Baltimore area, and ironically, another... Funeral I went to was Denny Eckes, my longtime co-author, but really publisher of the Price Guide books in those early years. It really got me rolling. I remember going to his funeral up in that very same area. And Bill knew Denny and vice versa. But Bill's got a good team. And Ron Oser that I've known also for 40-something years. And Matt Flores, who's been very helpful to me in the auction aspects. I think they're going to step up. So I would encourage you not to pull back from Huggins and Scott in spite of this loss. I think they're going to make the best of it. And certainly I'm going to continue to enjoy that auction. Again, it'd be a little melancholy without the bill, but I have a long time friendship with Ron Oser. And like I say, Matt has come through for me. So I will be trying to do business as usual in terms of bidding, and encouraging, I've encouraged a number of people to submit, to bid, but also to put in lots. When you see what they're doing there, part of Bill's legacy are these fabulous treasure chest lots that are described, but not over-described, pictured, but not over-pictured, so that when you, when I've won some of these lots, I've just delighted in opening them up, and I haven't won every time. And sometimes I've lost the auction by going to sleep too early, and sometimes I've lost by winning the auction and getting a lot that I made some assumptions that weren't, again, my fault, no complaints against them, but again, they're very unique in what they do. They have a niche, and I would encourage them to stay in that niche and you know, to do that. There's funerals, and there's memorial services, and there's celebrations of life. And I think Bill's going to have a celebration of life at some point, maybe not immediately. A lot of times when there's a funeral, it's very quick. People can't get there as easily. And he's worthy of honor. And again, he had, uh, I'm sure, friends in the area, but friends all over the country, certainly from not just the auction, but him being 
at uh, pretty much all the nationals. I, I hope to go to that and to give my condolences to his uh, wife and kids. Ricky's the only one I really knew. Nancy, I know she's was a great wife to Bill. So looking forward to doing that. I noticed that people don't like change. <laughs> and the ultimate change is death, and nobody escapes it. You might as well get ready for it. I think Bill, toward the end, knew the end was in sight, and I think he was declining heart failure. Again, he had a big heart, but do you want your heart to beat for 80 mediocre years or 60 great years or 70 great years or 90 mediocre years? He had, I think, great years and a great deal of enjoyment of life. And I intersected with him on a lot of those enjoyment. I know two of the things that we shared in those great years that he had. We loved golf. Like me, not a great golfer. And he loved food. He was a foodie. He was part of the pretty much the regular group of guys, the old timers that got together, old guard at the national on whatever it was Thursday night. I don't know which night, sometimes more than one night, but he really loved great food and wine and loved golf. And so a lot of my interactions were at the events where we'd play golf together and have a great meal together with a bunch of like-minded hobby friends in both those instances. Some people, when they're playing golf, they can remember every hole that they played on every course. <laughs> or if they're a foodie, they can remember each course they had of some great meal of what it came in and in what order. And I'm just not like that. I'm not sure Bill was either. But one thing I do think we had is that I think we have an uncanny way of remembering the collections we bought or the auction lots that we bought. And so I remember talking to him about that. And, and I would mention a lot that I bought that really worked out great. And he'd remember it. And again, that's the kind of memory. It's not what happened on a certain golf hole or at the highlight of some meal. It was just, that was a great meal. And I had fun at the golf course. It did okay. But we sure had a passion for the hobby. And that was great. Um, I do remember being with him, just on the order of it's not your time, because regardless, I mean, you can have different religious opinions. I believe God is sovereign. You've got a certain number of days. And like I said, it's better to have 60-something great years than 80-something mediocre years. But I do remember being at Kapalua with Bill and playing golf with him at one of the Kit Young events and uh, coming off the, the sixth hole, the seventh hole. I was playing with Bill. We were riding in carts and things like that, but it's a really interesting course. It's on TV a lot because it's one of the first tournaments that the pros play, a very fun course. And so I was playing with Bill and a couple other guys, and I just remember at the sixth hole, seventh hole, Bill is sweating profusely. And this was probably 20 years ago, so it's after my heart attack, and I don't know that he was having heart problems at that point, but he was sweating profusely, and I don't know that he was having chest pressure or whatever, but I said, Bill, something's wrong here. I said, you need to get, and I did this in the Phil Spector tribute back a long time ago, is that I used to carry a nitroglycerin pill just in case, but that's not to be trifled with. But I didn't have that at the time because I only did that for about 10 years. So this must have been 17 years ago or so. And I said, you need to get an aspirin. And you need to just eat it, chew it up, and get it into your system. It'll help your blood and your circulation. And so he said, ah, not a big deal. I said, Bill, you're sweating profusely. You don't want to get worse. I don't know that he was fully hydrated. He probably was. But I said, let's go. to. We weren't that far. So we were right. I remember exactly where we were. We were on the 8th tee, which is across a ravine. And a really interesting part three. And I said, let's just you and I go up to the clubhouse. Let's just go to hole number eight, to hole number nine. 
and get an aspirin and you just eat it. They'll have an aspirin there and you'll crunch it up and so it'll get into your bloodstream faster. And then you can see how you're feeling for a while and maybe done for the day or you may get a new lease on life, have some more water and all that stuff. And he did that. And um, I don't think he did play the rest of the day, but again, I just, your heart only beats for so many years. And mine stopped or had a problem 27 years ago. And that was fundamentally changing my life. And yet what's changed now is for Nancy and Ricky and his other kids and his friends. It's just a great loss. And so I'm sad, but I think he's definitely worthy of honor. And I will look forward to saying some nice things in the future and still supporting the auction that bears his name. I had a company that had my name on it. I left and the company still went on. I'm hoping that Huggins and Scott will continue on in a good way as a way of memorializing Bill and some of the auction innovations that he did. So thanks, everybody. A melancholy episode, but I will be back again in a couple of days with another episode. The man that-